They're the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. Chat row, Tyler, the moderator, handling the duties there. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You're now listening to the 12.15 Club. Welcome back to the 12.15 Club. It is Mario here, joined by the big German, Eric Jones, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the graphics guy. We are Sans Tyler, the moderator today. He is, what, what's going on with him, Eric? I think, uh, you know, at the end of YouTube and the chat row, and I just think he just couldn't handle the pressure, and he, yeah, he had he, to go. He's had a long week. Yeah. He's yeah. very stressed, a lot of vape juice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got that uh, thing on 11. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. There's a, it's a wild scene. So in we're wrapping up our first week that was on Peacock. Um, we had, you know, a sensitive week. We'll get into a little bit with Marvin on that. We got a special, very, very special guest, and I'm going to bring in shortly the one and only Jeff in Detroit. I think his name's Snacks, though, isn't it? I think isn't we, can, it? we can get rid of Jeff in Detroit. It's just Snacks. Snacks? Officer Snacks. <laughs> That's what I'd prefer to call him. The famous Jeff in Detroit calls in a couple times a week, chops it up with Dan and the boys. Jeff, you here? What up, though, fellas? Yeah. Um, I appreciate you guys having me on today. Thank you very much. Jeff, you're the first person outside of this building um, that we're having up. Dude, and I feel so honored. I'm like, I'm the first, like, I, I, first calling guest, the first outside of the the pro, the immediate program. I, I, I really feel honored, man. I've always felt like I've been a part of the gang. So you guys do that on a daily basis, making everybody feel inclusive. I think that's one of the the pleasures of of tuning in to the Dan Patrick Show, and you guys having your own podcast. Because now we get to see how the sausage is made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly what you get to see. Um, but Jeff, we we were curious. We were talking a little bit before uh, we had you on. What? How exactly did it come about that you started calling into the show? Uh, dude, in all actuality, I was working for a transportation company, and we had a lot of downtime. So in between times, uh, it was FSN at the time. Fox Sports Network was on, and I just saw these guys making silly comments. And actually, Dan had cracked a joke. And I thought the joke was funny. I'm, I've always been a person that's, you know, has a, a certain sense of humor. So a, a goofy one. And, and, you know, Dan's sense of humor kind of fits mine. So I started tuning in to the show. And then I figured out how, you know, you could call in and be interactive with the show. And I had some pretty good questions. And that's what I started doing. I've uh, I've been a fan since, I think it was like 2014, 2015. The, the sponsor was Ram Trucks. Yep. You know, McLovin didn't have anything on his desk at the time. <laughs> Did he even have a desk? That said, Sparty on. Exactly. <laughs> hey, the only thing that was in the studio at the time was like the the wall of morale and uh, them hitting uh, uh, two a days upside the head with the basketball. <laughs> day, <so. laughs> I don't think McLovin even had a desk back then. Was it just like a, a tire? It was like right on like oh, a no, little yeah, desk? That's exactly what it was. It was a Goodyear tires that were uh, imprinted on the front of the desk. That's uh, when I start him and uh, him and Fritzy's desk had the tires on it. Yep. Yeah, I, I didn't remember. So, uh, do you remember the first interaction we ever had when you called in, me and you? Yes, actually, I do. <laughs> it, was, it was funny because I always would, you know, I, I try to get familiar with whoever I'm talking to. That's just me. I, I try to be a nice person, and I feel like it'll be reciprocated. What happened was I ended up talking to a. Uh, 
tour days, and me and tour days had that kind of, you know, rapport. And when you answered the phone, I'm like, uh, hello? And you were like, oh, <laughs> And then that's when I kind of had to explain, you know, I'm Jeff in Detroit, I call in, blah, and me and you got cool, and what I started calling you was Super Mario. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eric, you got a question? Yeah, well, so, and I, I was actually curious about your interaction, because you, so you've gone through three different call screeners, right? So you started with two days, then Mario, then Marvin, so... You know, if you wanted to rate those those uh, call screeners, you know, we'll uh, give you the floor. Ah, let's see where Dad gets it from, man. <laughs> Maybe okay, I got it from him. Okay, listen, I'm gonna tell you in all honesty, it's it's kind of a push with Marvin and Mario. Both of them are, you know, because what it is is that you'll call in. And sometimes you'll forget that you're calling in and just start having a conversation. There's been plenty of times that we've just started having conversations, me and Marvin and me and Mario. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's a push. It's a push. Both of them are guys. Jeff, who was your favorite uh, Danette out of the four? Speak on the topics you of uh, favorites and I'm going to tell you, that is, that, that is the wonderful part of the show. It switches from time to time. It really does. Like, real talk, McLovin is the funniest Danette on the show. That comment about Michael Winslow this week, I was in the with earbuds in my ear, and they thought that I was just laughing out loud crazy. And they're going to commit you to the, to the asylum. Oh, my goodness. The, the, the question was, the guy called in about the police academy, and everybody knows, you know, on police academy was the guy that made all of the sound effects. The one that had uh, uh, Michael Winslow was the guy that made all the sound effects, but he was African-American. And McLovin says, yes, I was the uh, guy that made all the sound effects. Almost died, man. So <laughs> it changes from time to time. It's like, you know, sometimes Paulie's snarkiness and, and, uh, come through. I've always enjoyed Seton's matter of fact, though. You know what I'm saying? Seton has always been that type of person that's, you know, no matter what it is, he's going to get down to the nitty-gritty and explain it to you in, in layman's terms where, Everybody can understand. So, you know, all of them have their special qualities, but it changes from time to time. And, of course, who couldn't love Fritz? Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, if you, it's a love-hate. It's a love-hate with exactly. Fritz, especially us that we work here. He's the nicest guy in the world, but there's just things that he does that you're like, really? Wow. Really, Todd? Exactly. Like, wow. <laughs> like, he's one of those coworkers that you look at like, Dude, hmm, okay, you know, but that's Todd. <laughs> you got to love him. You got to yeah. love Fritzy, Eric. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, to love him. Jeff, have you ever met anybody from the show in person? Never met a per never met him in person. In all honesty, if, before COVID nineteen hit, I was gonna pitch to Dan with you guys having Rock Auto and Mercedes Benz as sponsors to come down to the Dream Cruise. I'm gonna try to get that through for 2021, where he brings his Porsche out. Rock Auto sets up some type of something. Uh, this Mercedes Benz dealership right on Woodward Avenue, where all the cars go by on a Friday morning doing a show from from location. It would be totally awesome. It really would be so. Yeah, never, never got a chance to meet anybody, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely, well, that's, definitely, it's on my bucket list. It's funny because, so we were thinking about having you on. We've been talking about it for a few weeks. We hadn't talked to you about it yet, but, um, and we were like, oh, we should get it so we can have a zoom in. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. Like, so it, it's funny with all this, the, the zoom kind of culture, right? Like. It's almost like for me, it's like I don't know if I want to see Jeff. Like it's you know like oh I'm like Wilson. Huh? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so you get to see us, but we don't see you. And it kind of it's the man behind right. the curtain thing, you know. Like you could, we could be behind you trying to order onion bagels, and uh, we'd have no idea it was you, you know. Until I spoke, because from my understanding, I do have a very distinctive voice in person and on the telephone. So, but yeah, you probably wouldn't even know you looking like. A little short fat guy right here looking like a fire hydrant. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> What's You've never seen, I've seen uh, Jeff on Twitter. You have Twitter, right, Jeff? Yeah, I do have Twitter. I'm re- You know what? I'm just now starting to kind of speed up and catch on to my little, uh, you know, the, the, the technology thing. But yeah, uh, Twitter is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I am. It's uh, Detroit Jeff with three F's instead of two. So I'm going to start that. If uh, anybody wants to, you know, follow me on Twitter, I guess that's the thing. Asking people, so is Detroit Jeff with three Fs. Okay. Uh, Marv, what do you got? Hey, Jeff, what do you think that Chad Rose added to, like, the Dan Patrick show as a whole? Honestly, it gives you a voice. And and, and I'm going to tell you what's funny about it is that I was so upset yesterday with all of the comments that were on. and, And I thought, you know, getting on there, why I'm upset would be kind of messed up. So what I decided to do is just call in today, get on there, say my goodbyes to everybody. But chat roll is one of those situations where it has allowed me to gain friends in other time zones. You guys have really put something together here with that. And it's magical because I have friends that I've accepted outside of chat row and that are part of my normal regular life that I kind of, you know, go back and forth with like Laura, Andrea, you have people that are the, the true chat rowers are, are, are the salt of the earth people. They really come and they, and they support you guys 100% when, a, when, when they were kind of, uh, you know, I get called a company man sometimes in chat row. So what? <laughs> Patrick, you know, if you get mad at Dad Patrick for securing a bag and going over to Peacock to make things better because it's just not the Danettes. It's you guys. It's everybody's family that's involved. And to do a show like you guys do out of your pocket, I could only imagine what it costs. I could only imagine what it costs. And getting somebody to help you out with that, somebody understands that you have the talent and you have the platform to come forth and bring, you know, uh, 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 some, some, some great television – they're going to get on board, man, and, and and that's what it is. But as far as chat row goes, man, it's one of those things that I when I first got on, I didn't know what to expect. And from that, I've developed so many friendships from it, and I wouldn't give it up for the world. And, I'm you know, I'm looking forward because I know the guys at Peacock are going to, you know, have something set up for us over there. Hey, uh, Jeff, Dylan here. Um, What's up, guys? What's going on? Uh, so on the topic of chat row, Tyler's not in the room, so you don't have to worry about him responding. But uh, what's your biggest <laughs> critique of his moderating abilities? Uh-oh. You know what? In all honesty, I and I wish he was on the show today because he had to – I call him Hemdahl, the guy from uh, Thor that blocks the gate and makes sure that everybody's <laughs> on the outside. That's my idea of Tyler, or I call him a tumbo because he has to block everybody. Tyler and all I, you get no complaints out of Tyler out of me. Tyler is that guy because it's so many idiots that have keyboard muscles. It's people that's drinking that time of morning and just, you know, putting ridiculous stuff on chat row. And it's like, dude, really? I could only imagine how hard his job is. I really, you know, I I understand where he comes from. and, And one of the nicest guys, Try to give you the information that you need to give, and I could. I, you can't get me to say anything bad about Tyler. Tyler is that guy. Speaking of chat row, Jeff, you think you could uh, put like a little bug in the ear to you know take it easy on me or something? 
You know what I did in the past, but I'm going to tell you, in all honesty, Mario, they love hating you, dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, you know what the funny part is? It's like they think you're hot. It's like females think you're hot, and they love to hate you. It's like, oh, he thinks he's so hot. Yeah, I can't stand him. I'm like, dang, you know that he's hot. That was the first thing got your mouth. And then somebody started, you know, putting like the little smiley faces. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so it's like that love-hate, man. I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's like loving a bad boy of a group or something like that. That's what I liken it to. I mean, and I've tried to embrace it, but gosh, they are they are a brutal group. I know they're brutal. I appreciate man. everything really you know they do for the show, and they're brutal. You're like our house or in house Christian Leitner, Mario. Do exactly, and that's what it is. They got to have somebody that, and you putting on the chat row shirt when you got pummeled with the water balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Classic, classic. <laughs> yeah, that that's one of my favorite shirts in my wardrobe, period. Not even outside of uh, all Dan Patrick stuff. But Jeff, do you have three? Uh, you have some questions for us, you know, yeah, being yeah, here? Yeah. I do have, I, yeah, I do have some questions for you guys. By you being behind the scenes and, uh, and, you know, making a sausage every day, my question to you is this. Like, yesterday was a hard day. It was very, very hard. And the topic that he took on was serious, and it got, like, you know, some backlash and things like that. At the beginning of a show, have you guys ever noticed Dan to kind of be presented with a topic and maybe didn't go through with it at the time because of said backlash or, you know, figuring today is just not the day to do it? No, I mean, me being here and seeing how Dan operates um... – First and foremost, he's a journalist, so he's going to cover the story as fairly as he possibly can. Um, and, you know, we're in sports, so like he always says, he tries not to give an opinion. His biggest thing is just to present the facts straightforward, and then you make your opinion on it. That's one of my favorite things about Dan. Um, he's not one of these broadcasters that tries to force their opinion um, down your throat. He's going to present you with the facts, and then he's going to allow you to make that decision on how you feel about it. Eric? That being said, I think one kind of behind the curtain thing about Dan is that it could be two minutes to air, Jeff, and you know you could be taking on you know a controversial or just a big topic, you know that Dan's clearly got a lot going on upstairs, and he is walking around the building as goofy as if nothing was <laughs> happening. I mean, he's singing songs and making fun of everybody, and you're like, you're like, so sometimes, like I can say, obviously, we knew on. Thursday, kind of the topic that it was going to be, but um, so I'm in the control room. I'm directing the show, and so Dylan and I are going over graphics because Dylan builds all the graphics, and we have a bunch of stuff. You know, we're expecting Dan to cover. You know, and uh, it was funny at the end of the show. I said to Dylan, "I'm like, what'd you get? Like three or four tallies, you know, three or four graphics on the show." And uh, so, it, you know, what I love about the show and what I love about Dan is how it, you know, he can take anything right like he can he can be in a, a deep sports history he can get into you know this uh what's going on right now with the you know all the players uh, protesting and stuff. like he can he can do everything and he always does it like in the room it very rarely uh -huh. do you ever feel like dan is stressed or is you know deep in thoughts and i always admire that about him because if I got something on my mind, I'm wearing it on my shoulder. Like you know, I got something going on, and you can you can't tell with Dan. And then I, I found with individuals like that, what happens is you get a better and a clearer understanding of what's going on. The one thing about a boss is you need to know what he needs from you and what you need from him. That makes the show great, and it's evident in the way that in the product that you guys put out every day. 
you got to have a boss that knows what he wants and is clear about it because some bosses, they'll want something, but they don't know how to convey that particular sentiment. And then you end up messing up, and then it's like, dang, what do we do now? Yeah, no, absolutely. Marv, you had a question or an answer to that? Oh, no, just oh, the answer. Uh... I, I got another. Oh. oh, no, 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 no. You go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, no, I was, uh, I had, uh, you had three, I got a couple of questions for you. Here's okay. another one for you. At any time, you don't know, you don't necessarily have to name this particular Danette, but have any of the Danettes ever been close to quitting or got upset behind the scenes? It's like, you know, and you not necessarily quit or, you know, you know how you have that little rough rockiness. Yeah, Eric. Yeah. So it's. I don't know what your family dynamics are like, but it's a lot like a family where, and so there are times where there's um, rifts that form between, um, you know, it could be between the Danettes, it could be between BRGs, it could be between the Danettes and the BRGs, Um, and it's like a family, and and usually, um, you know, there certainly have been times where, you know, we've had to have sit-down meetings and go over some stuff and uh mm-hmm. you know a lot of times dan drives that boat <laughs> sometimes yeah. it falls on me too <laughs> and, uh, and uh yeah but um so i don't know if there's any like i've never felt like there was a chance that someone was going to quit per se but there definitely okay. have been scenarios where um you know the dynamics yeah, were changed track, and uh yeah they kind of had to have a come to come to jesus moment uh you know yeah because you look around and you think about it you're making great sports talk show every day. You get paid. And I, I I said this one day, you guys actually get paid to do this. But it's a lot of work that goes into it, you know. But still, I mean, cheeseburgers, cracking jokes every day. You come in. And then you're done by, you know. <laughs> Snacks bringing up cheeseburgers. Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think they're pretty consistent with who they are uh, on camera, mm-hmm. with who they are off camera. Fritzy, okay. any given time you have a conversation with Fritzy, he's the same exact person off camera. And again, as like I said earlier, there's time that you'll ask him a simple question like, how was your weekend? And he'll go, well, you know, we, we went to dinner, we had this, this, and he'll go on for 10 minutes, and you're like, well, I got other stuff to do. Like, I didn't expect this. That was just kind of like in passing, you know, just to be nice. But I think Fritzy is Fritzy's just hilarious, man. Anytime you sit there and just – you're not laughing necessarily with him, but you're always going to get a laugh. Because when, when you guys had him on your podcast – <laughs> I, I felt like I needed a seatbelt. Oh my god! You, we all did. I was like, my goodness, Jeff. We honestly to get him out of the room. So first of all, he was in. here We only needed about twelve to fifteen minutes with him. Not even. He was in here for forty-five minutes. At the end, I was like, all right, Todd, uh, let's kind of give him the Heisman. You know, like right. he just kept going and kept going. I needed a nap after. And that. I got to tell you also, just so you know, so all our fans know, that was a highly edited appearance yeah. by Todd. That, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had to break it down. I yeah. said, my goodness, I could only imagine what we didn't hear. Hey, yeah. Jeff. You wouldn't be able to imagine. Yeah, Jeff. He's like <laughs> he's like the friend or family member that is at your house for too long, and instead of like saying, get out, you just say, okay, so what are you about to do? 
Oh, we, that's who he is. That, that, that commercial, we got ads, and it's all of the little aunties running around telling them what they got, and getting in their personal information and their business and stuff. Dylan, you want to jump in? Well, yeah, I mean, like, what Todd lacks in observational humor, as we've seen in his stand-up and the story he shared today, um, just raw, weird energy is like makes up for it. <laughs> And you know what? This is what it is, and I've, I I tried to figure out what it was. The combination of all four Danettes and Dan, I liken it to, and I'm sure you guys are 80s, 70s babies like me, Voltron, or, you know, something of that magnitude. It's like they're awesome, all separate, but when they come together and they're hitting, it's like a superpower. It's like you can't stop laughing because it's just so good, and it's, it's like when all four of them guys are on on each other, it makes for the best TV in the world. You guys got to get an Emmy soon. I know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, from from your mouth to the Lord's ear, Jeff, we're hoping. Yeah. Eric, well, you had one more? Yeah, Jeff, I was going to say, look, you know, today, Friday, August uh, 28th, um, was the last day with the YouTube chat row, um, but we did a small, very small test today. And just doing the plug for Tyler, the new chat row launches Monday, the official chat row 2.0. I know there's been some rogue agents who have gone out mm-hmm. and uh, started some other chat rows, but the official chat row 2.0 launches Monday. It's the URL so everyone can go to is chatrow.danpatrick.com. Uh, you can create a username uh, and, you know, what? yeah, so uh, chatrow.danpatrick.com. And uh, we hope that Jeff will be there on the inaugural episode with it. And uh, you Oh, know. you know I am. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys, this is awesome. What Thank up, though? So that was almost going to be what we called it. What <laughs> up, though? <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, you've given us enough of your time. We appreciate everything you do for the show, calling in. We appreciate you giving us some time for the 1215 today. Um, I'm sure we will cross paths with you sooner than later again. Uh, thank you for coming on with us. Most definitely. i like to tell you guys thank you. I really appreciate what each and every you guys, each and everything you guys do to make the show a success because without you guys, it wouldn't be a Dan Patrick show. The front, the back, everybody needs each other, and this is a perfect example of it. I appreciate you guys having me on today. And if you need me, I'm just a hollow way. What up, though? Oh, it was great hearing back from uh, Jeff and Detroit, right? Love Jeff. Love that guy. Uh, speaking of callers, Marv, you've had, you know, as Jeff pointed out, it was a little bit of a sensitive week, at least sensitive two days at the tail end here. Uh, you got bait and switched today by a caller. I did. What happened there? Run that down for us. So, as most people know that listen to this podcast, I screen calls and they'll call the show. I answer. And I'll ask them what they want to talk about and see if I think it's good enough to be on the show. How do you do it? How do you how do you answer the call? Dan Patrick show. <laughs> and then they say, hey, I want to talk to Dan. And I say, all right, well, what do you want to say? And then they tell me what they want to say. And if it's, you know, on the topic he's speaking about that I think is compelling and then could even possibly – you know, keep the conversation going, then I'll put them on. Or if it's just a really great story yeah. about meeting somebody or whatever. So what happened with the guy today? I'll put them on. So a guy calls. I answer. I ask him what he wants to talk about. He said he wanted to talk about 
the NBA bubble and what the players are going to do moving forward after yesterday and today's boycotts. Dan says, all right, we got, I don't even remember his name, so-and-so from wherever. And he just goes off and does not talk about what he told me he was going to talk about. And my head was ready to pop off of my shoulders. (laughs) I heard you screaming. I was furious. And it's such a sensitive topic. And we don't want to go down this rabbit hole because what we try to do is, like, especially with this subject, we made it related to sports. Yeah, I mean, it has to be related. We're a sports show at the end of the day. Correct. Yeah. And Dan's made that clear every time. I just don't understand because that's happened to me countless times. And that's like the most, that's like the worst feeling in the world because you get a message from Paul or, you know, you get a message from somebody and they're like, what happened there? And it's like, obviously I didn't put that guy on, you know, knowing that he would say that. Um, But they, they, like I said, they bait and switch it. And it's like your stomach, your heart drops to your stomach. It's the most emptiest (laughs) feeling. The most emptiest, the most emptiest feeling. Like, because you feel helpless. You're yeah, like, you can't do anything about it. But the good thing is that, you know, Dan kind of, he's such a professional that, you know, he embraces it at that point and, you know, it, it doesn't really see, it just seems like a blip in the radar. Right. Yeah, Dale? I mean, I have to say, I feel like all things considered, like, for the most part, the callers seem, seem to stick to the program. Like, yeah. you'd, you'd think with just, like, like I know, like, shows in the past, like, C-SPAN and stuff, <laughs> they had some <laughs> insane prank calls and stuff. But, like, for the most part, it seems like, I mean, I'm sure you, like, obviously you screen the ones that don't come through. But it seems like most of the guys get on, obviously, today. It was an exception, but stick to the uh, agenda a bit. Yeah, more. Yeah, and I just think the past two days, I think we did such a great job, especially today. Where, all right, they settled the boycott issue, and then we, you know, tried to move on. We had the North Dakota State head coach on, and so it, it's such a tough, you know, tough line. Yeah. To, yeah. you know, there's towing that line between you know sports and real life issues, which is it's it's difficult. I mean, no other way to put it. It's extremely difficult. I thought we had a really fun show today, though. Today was wild. Like coming off of yesterday where it was super serious and we had that topic. Today was funny. The Fritzy <laughs> stuff is like the cherry on the on the. Tape. And he's been pushing that all week, right? Like, Has, I didn't, This is the first that I've heard of yeah, it. Yeah, no, he's been pushing that all week. I mean, does he know? Like, <laughs> No. Th- like, does he know? Like, you just can't. Because he says it. He's like, I probably shouldn't have said that, right? So why don't you just not say he, it? He was teasing it like he's like Edward Snowden. The bats <laughs> dump all these files. I got the documents. I got right. the documents. He go, he'll, he'll say something like, oh, so you don't have that? I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, why didn't you just think that in the moment and not be mean to the... The person working at the bagel shop. Yeah, but you know what though? That's what the show needed today. You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, like, that was the perfect story. <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As much as it was wild and it was twenty minutes of just what is happening. Watching Dan's. By the way, Dylan pointed this out. Watching oh Dan's God. reaction. He just had his ha- his ha- head was on his hand and like his whole face was mushing together. He just kept falling further <laughs> Dude, and I, further into his hand. It was incredible. I was cracking up. I was just watching Dan just sitting. He was sitting there like. If you're like in high school and you're like at the last period of the day, just like get me out of here, get me out of here. Speaking of Todd Fritz, I just got a text message from no him. No way. Yeah. So before this, before this uh, podcast today, we shot some pictures for the for yeah. the uh, podcast. Those will be coming out very soon. A lot of fun stuff. 
Um, and he had lent me a piece of clothing for this picture. So he just texted me. He goes, forgot to bring home the three pieces of clothing. Are they back in my closet? Like, why is he like? He's, is he texting and driving? That's my first. Yeah, he did it from the bagel <laughs> he, he shop. He might have. He might have pulled, or pulled over to a rest stop. <laughs> Todd Fritz, he's a national tre- treasure. Yeah, he's a real treat. Marv, to follow up what uh, Eric was talking about with Dan's facial expressions, my favorite thing is watching the other three Danettes and Dan. Just, I just want to see their faces when he's talking. It's like a. Uh, when Michael Scott is talking on the office and you could just I'm just looking for Jim. <laughs> that's that's whenever Todd says anything. I don't care if it's a good point or not. He still Todd's it up. Also, yeah, that- like, I mean, kind of a lunatic move to be ordering like a tuna fish bagel anyways. Yeah. Like the fact that you're I mean, it's probably not that ridiculous because if you sampled all the people who are going to whatever the bagel place is, I'd guess a very low percentage are getting tuna that's been sitting there all day. Eric? Yeah, what I don't understand about Todd is that he gets, like, first of all, he has he doesn't really sleep, right? So he's up at, like, 4 in the morning. He doesn't eat. He's up late, too. Yeah, he's up, yeah. He sleeps, like, 3 or 4 hours, so he's up at 4 in the morning. He drives here, doesn't eat. Gets here, doesn't eat. Lunchtime comes, doesn't eat. Leaves and then he goes and gorges on something, right? And you're, but, but like the problem is he has Crohn's, yeah. so he, so like he's not supposed to eat fast food, like yeah. that's that's supposed to be something you do. So the fact that he went that rogue, you know, and, and like he's been saying that he's and he has lost weight and he's been trying to take care of himself better, but then he like admits that he was going and getting he did and he said he had said it in there. Two bagels, yeah. not one. Two bagels. It's called intermittent fasting, bro. Yeah. <laughs> He's intermittent, all right. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was like, man, I can't believe a that you thought this was gonna go over well as a story, and b that you're actually like you're going and admitting that like, hey, sometimes I stop and eat a whole pizza on the way home so my family doesn't know I do it. Like he says that. Yeah. <laughs> he says that on on a it. national television like television yeah. radio show. Like nobody's going to hear this. Yeah. This is your safe space. Yeah, this is my safe space. Yeah, I love <laughs> on getting TV. Yeah, I love getting 4 <laughs> gallons of General Tso's sauce and drinking <laughs> and it. 2 and liters it, of Mountain yeah, Dew. 2 liters of Mountain Dew and that's what I do on my diet. And you're like, "All I, right, man." I ditch him at the car window, no loose ends, you know. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that we ended on a note like that oh, this week. Yeah, a lot, lot to celebrate this week. Sorry, it's yeah. Eric. I was going to say, lots to celebrate this week for, for all of us. You know, uh, transitioning uh, to Peacock was no small feat, and uh, we did that you know, basically un- uh, seamlessly. And uh, and then we simulcast this week, which is also very complicated uh, to have two different shows happening basically at once. And, uh, you know, I know that there's been a few people who've had uh, troubles getting through, uh, you know, the, the replays and stuff. And I want everyone to know that we are working on that stuff. Um, so we, we understand that people want to have the replays and people want to pause. And those are features that, uh, that Peacock is working on. Uh, appreciate the feedback. But, uh, you know, for, for all of us and all you guys here, I'm super proud of uh, the work we did this week, uh, launching on Peacock and then dealing with the tough issues and and then uh, ending out on uh, on top the way, uh, the ended, way yeah. yeah. A lot of credit Great. to you, Eric. You deal with a lot of uh, technical stuff and you know working through with Peacock. 
you know, you did a really good job couple, making couple it A couple moving pieces, yeah. Thank yeah, you, yeah. You no, did, it's, did a really good job. Yeah, it's fun. It's good. Dylan, you got the last word this week. So two quick things. One, um, as I touched on, I think, last week or the week before, uh, a collective of peacocks is called peafowl. But also, interestingly enough, a family of peacocks or peafowl is called a bevy. Yeah. You, and secondly... You're a bevy of information. And you? secondly... Um, one other thing from today that I thought was really funny was a little thing was uh, the interview with the North Dakota State head coach when Dan asked, where do you eat there? And he just started rattling off steak places only. And I was like, that sounds like what you get in Fargo, North Dakota. All just steak. Steak, he, steak and bison. He steak sure bison. isn't going to a bagel shop. No. Yeah, well, they ran out of onion bagels up in Fargo, I heard. So <laughs> That's all we got this week. We'll talk to you next week. 1215 Club.